You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Greetings, it's Peggy, and you're listening to Getting Peggy okay, with you it. And of what? course, I'm just Ellen not- Marie, I was getting there. But you, Can you let me start again? Please give me the benefit <sighs> of the doubt. I, I, it's hard to give you the benefit of the doubt when you are do everything consistently this wrong. This is a and- moment. Okay, let's start again. Okay. okay. Roll, roll with it, Ellen. Greetings, it's Peggy, and you're listening to Getting Peggy with it. And next to me. In this room. No. My right-hand lady. She just, I can't do it without her. Her name's Ellen Marie Marsh. Right. You may have seen her in nothing. <laughs> I've been in a lot of things, Peggy. Yeah. It's not about anyway, me, but I have been in a lot of things. About Don't say However, that about me. Also, we're not in the same room. Don't make people think we're breaking quarantine. Repeat we're yourself. Not. We're not in the same we're room. We're not. So I don't trust you your germs. That? I don't trust anybody. I don't trust anybody either. I, really I wash my hands 27 go. times a day. I know. My hands are just are just bone. Mine are bloody stumps. Yeah, I know. Me too. Kind of like your heart. Um, Thank you. Who who do we chat with um, today? Who are we bringing to the podcast? We are bringing, this week on the pod, we are talking to a fellow BPN podcaster named Josh Lehman. Mm-hmm. I Josh love Lehman. Josh. He is such a sweet person. He's such a hard worker. He has a great podcast on BPN. So you guys are basically like podcasting partners. We're not partners, no. Um, I mean, he's he is very. I feel bad for him because his shows always close. Mm. Uh, but he knows it. You know, we've talked about it at length, and um, and he just he always is like, oh, let's chat, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'll make time for you. And so we had a wonderful chat, and he's just so loving and game and um he always plays just like the laughable the affable guy that falls down like that's basically him he's like chevy chase no i don't he's not he played a really really funny role in the prom and it's a real shame the prom closed because that was a really good show and it was really important should have done the movie Uh, that's not okay i I know you're not in show business per se but that's not Mm, not his choice everybody should do tv and movies right now because that actually makes more money than theater and who knows when theater's coming back so i don't know there are things that people should be doing and it's just silly that they're not right so just real quickly without pulling at that come back pulling at that thread um how would you imagine someone would just go about like being on tv or a movie just like willy-nilly he could have said hey i'm josh i did the prom on broadway even though it closed uh, I'd like you to do the movie, and then they're like, okay, and then, um, and then he could have done it. So that's the way you think show business works. You just call and ask to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, BPN just called me and was like, you should do a podcast. And I was like, okay, and and then I was like, oh, I got this dead weight I got to bring with me. Ellen Marsh, is that fine? And they were like, I guess that that's the conversation you had. Mm-hmm. Okay, was that on email or was that on a phone yeah, call? It was on all. It was. Shouted from the rooftops, all platforms. Uh-huh. Anyway, okay. so today we're talking to Josh, and I think he loves chatting with me. Uh, you? I actually would say the opposite. If I yeah, were, I yeah, if, if if I was really forced to say something, I'm gonna say Josh doesn't enjoy your company. I think he's just a little upset, and this really has nothing to do with me. I think he's just upset with his life. But uh, I mean, thankfully, I just provide him a platform to chat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you say that, I mean, he's a very successful working actor. He's very beloved know. in the community. So I don't think he's upset. I don't upset. know about that. Uh, you've heard something contradictory to that? 
Well, you did, he's out of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, Peggy, there's a pandemic. Everyone is out of work. Do yeah. You, you got to stop know. saying that now because now everyone's out of work. Everyone is out of work. It really goes with my brand because <laughs> then I really can. Everybody I talk to that I'm like, will you work again? And now who knows if they will. So it's a very self-fulfilling prophecy. It's very um, interesting, right? Interesting spot we've got ourselves in now that the world is ending. <laughs> but anyways, oh. the perfect time to listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. Yeah. So okay. this is our conversation with Josh Lehman. Can I can I talk to someone on production? Getting Peggy with it. Greetings and welcome to Getting Peggy with it. Today we have one of my favorite funny people of Broadway. Hmm. He is um, currently can be seen off Broadway. Um, no one cares. <laughs> but let's talk to him about the golden era of his life when he was on Broadway. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Josh Lehman. Hi. Yay. Yay. Hey, it's, Peggy. It's so good to have you Thanks. here. Thanks. I'm nervous. You're nervous? Uh, yeah. Why? Because my experiences with you have, you know, you can- We have a great time. Yeah. And we always, always have fun, man. Yeah. That is something that um, some people shy away from and some people lean into. Sure. And you're such a funny guy on stage. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah. He always plays the same character. And there's something to be said for consistency. And wow, you know, just always being the same and always doing the same thing. You know what you're getting. You know what I mean? You get what you pay for and you know what you're getting. Thanks. You know um, what I mean? What yeah. would you, how would you describe your roles? Well. Kind of laughed at, a little bit like made fun of, the pit, of, the butt of the jokes. Yeah, well, I'd He's say that- He's great at being like reporter number three slash, you know, the rejected prom date. I, I assume that's what you did in prom. Um, no, actually, I played a publicist in prom. For me, I think there's so much darkness in the world. And this also like comes from my life with dealing with depression, that like comedy mm. is something that I think is very important. I think laughter is very important. It is important. So I usually just try to think of things that make me laugh. I love being silly. So with um, Emoji Land specifically. Oh, that Josh is doing Emoji Land off Broadway. So if you have children under nine um, and you have an extra three hours to spare, you could go see that. Or you don't have to. Yeah, or you don't have to. Uh, I saw it. I know you did. Nobody warned me. Ah, well. uh, I wasn't adequately warned. Listen. And I didn't take an edible. The truth is, is you caught me at sort of a dark time. Well, um, that's for other people's podcasts. This isn't a podcast about journeys, okay? So let's go back to the beginning. What was your Broadway debut? Hair. Hair. Yep. Hair, 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 Yeah, that was fun. So did you get naked? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing people care about. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I How did. Was that? It was really scary and really, really fun until people started posting pictures on the internet. And Why then I- Why would anyone do that? Because we were all getting naked on stage. And so, um, and they that's when I stopped doing it. Yeah. Oh, you stopped doing it? Yeah. I really? was like, I don't want to be naked anymore. Wow. So were you in it when it was at the park? No. Oh, you weren't. Okay. Because that was when it was really special. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your favorite part about hair? <laughs> um, I would Hair, say- like Godspell, is way more fun to be in than to see. Like seeing hair and seeing Godspell is like, please just slice my eye open with a, you know, cheese grater. But to be in it is so everyone's like, we're bonded for life. We'll never be apart. This is my tribe. 
So what was your favorite part? Well, I, I feel that way about Godspell. I have a deep hatred of Godspell. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, Godspell just is dumb, but has good music. Yeah, true. Um, hair, I think, is different because it's actually a living, breathing protest. That's how it was made from 67 through the uh, the assassination of JFK and MLK and where the country was going. And it was relevant. It's very relevant now with uh, this political civil war that we're sort of in. Yeah. And so that's where I think you might be a little wrong about hair. Well, I like hair, but it's just way more fun to be in. Oh, yeah. Then watch it. Okay. Well, when you watch it, everyone's just like rubbing up on each other yeah. and like with castles. Sure. You know what I mean? But Have you be- ever been in hair? Mm, yeah, back in the day. Did you get naked? Mm-hmm. How was that for you? I loved it. Good for you. Which part did and you I, play? And I just went to the front and I said, does anyone need a picture? Did anyone not get their picture? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm a generous performer. So how long were you in hair on Broadway? Um, uh, I did it for the entire run. However long that was. And then I took it on the road and then I came back to Broadway for a couple months. Do you know he dies in the end? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's so sad. It's not really suitable for a musical, you know? All these sad musicals. It's yeah. Like, we need something uplifting. I know. I agree. You know? Like Les Mis. What a crock of shit. Yeah. It's like Miss Saigon, prostitutes. Les Mis, prostitutes. Moulin Rouge, prostitutes. Um, Gigi or whatever that was. A lot of prostitutes on Broadway and a lot of death. Yeah. I agree. Um, anything happy on Broadway? Um, I, yeah. Hamilton, people Hamilton, die. Hamilton, no, you people know, die. people die in and that. slavery and there's like, I don't know, there's a lot of darkness. Well, you know, there is a lot of darkness in that, which ties back to why comedy is important. It is important. Speaking of comedy, after Hair on Broadway, you were in Elf. Yeah. He was the Elf. No. He was Buddy the Elf. No. He was the lead. No, they wouldn't no. even, no. I, no? I didn't even oh. cover it. I didn't get to audition for it. Were I, you on Elf? What? Were you in? I did play a elf in the opening number, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, what was it like being in, you know, yet another movie that shouldn't have been made into a musical? You know what I mean? What do you I think about- had a really great time because yeah. I I really love Matt Scalar. You'd and- be a great buddy, the elf. Thank you. I would love to play the role one day, or I did. Now that I'm older, I think it's a lot of work. Really? Yeah. You'd be so good because you have a certain um, je ne sais quoi effervescence. Thanks. And lovable. Thanks. Mm-hmm. What was it like being in a seasonal show, just knowing the unemployment was like looming around the corner and any minute it was all going to be gone? It was actually really cool. That because when you're in a long <laughs> running. Yes, that. Because <laughs> when you're in a long running show, for me, it's always like, okay, do we have till do we have till January? Do oh, we have till the Tonys? Do the, we have till for the, the shoe to drop? Yeah, exactly. So, did at you least guys was, win any Tonys? No. No. Did you perform on the Tonys? No. No. Okay. Did you get any nominations? No. Okay. So, did your hair get any nominations? Yeah. Yeah, we won Best Revival. You did? Yeah. Oh. Did I you got perform to, at the Tonys? Yeah. Oh, <gasps> what was that like? It was unbelievable. It was. Absolutely unbelievable! It was unreal. It what was did you one sing? One of the best days of my life. Aquarius? We did. Uh, no, we did. In. Let the sun shine Flesh in, failures? and then we did the the main song. Uh, hair, 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 that's great. Wow. Yeah, fun story was I got you know we run into the audience and dance with people, and I was assigned to dance with our choreographer who was nominated for Best Choreography. Which was who? 
Carol Armitage. Never heard of her. Um, she choreographed Madonna's Vogue. And, ooh. Um, ooh. And so I ran up to her in my hippie gear, huffing and puffing because Radio City's big. And I get up to her and she just says, no, I'm not getting up. What? And then I turned to all the other nominees <laughs> around her, asking them to dance, and all of them said no to Jen Damiano, oh, no. Brian Darcy James. <gasps> what poor everyone, sports? everyone, poor sports. everyone, the entire Brian Darcy next James to normal. Said no? Yep, no thanks. <gasps> all of Shrek. Nope, nobody wanted to get up. And I looked down the aisle. And those three little bastards from Billy Elliot were up and dancing with the hippie down the aisle. Oh, that is so crushing. Yeah, it was. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You had one job. I know, one job. Dance wow. with someone in the audience. Probably is hard. Yeah. And you were nominated for this. Yeah. And I got wow. assigned to you. Did you yeah. go up and try to vogue to her? Maybe that would feel more comfortable. That's probably what I should have done hey, in hindsight. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Say it. Say, say it. it. With a comb. Yeah. You keep, hey, you keep saying say it, spray it. Yeah. I don't. I, don't I think, think that's what they say. No, um, I don't think it is. Say it. Slow I think it. Swing it. Show, show it. Show it. Show it. Yeah. Long as you can grow it. You just said that three times now, so. Say it. Remember, Peggy knows everything. it down to here. All right. So after hair, what did you do? I did elf. Okay. After elf, what did you do? I did Little Miss Sunshine and Into the Woods. Oh, not on Broadway. What did you do on Broadway? Oh. Um, Morgan loved that Into the Woods. I know. I know. Morgan James. Most you know people Morgan didn't James? like it. I love Morgan James. And we actually had a big talk about that and a big cuddle. She is one of my favorite people. Well, and you're very her nice new and album, very forgiving. Peggy hates her. Well, Peggy. I don't hate her. I just, I'm indifferent. Well, I think Peggy is a little jealous because Peggy was up for Motown. Peggy was up for Wonderland. I was in Motown. And Peggy even did a read. Of Wonderland got replaced by Morgan. Got replaced by Janet Hall, which is everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, she is an incredible performer. And that's I'll pass it along. Or Ellen yeah. will. Ellen doesn't really return text, but I'm sure Ellen will pass it on someday when she's well, done doing that's stories. Okay. That's okay. So, next probably show. Finding Neverland. Yeah, was Finding Neverland. What is it? What is, <laughs> what that is was it? a good question. Peter Pan? It was the story about uh, the person who wrote, J.M. Barry, who wrote Peter Ugh. Pan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The tagline was horrible. It was, Finding Neverland, How Peter Became Pan. Pan, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. The, the theater industry sort of felt very similar to how you How feel. many Peter Pan musicals are there? There are thousands. There's one there's happening Pan. right now. There's, there's Peter Fly. Pan. There's Fly. Finding there's Neverland. Wendy. There's Darling. There's Ding Dings. There's There's Doom something Dooms. called Wendy? <laughs> there's Lost. There's Boys Lost. There's Lost This. There's Hook Hook. There's... There's Hook? I, I, who the hell knows? Were you in Peter Pan Live? No, I auditioned for a pirate, and I, they did not like me. Oh, that's a shame. That would have been great for your career. I, well, Being on I, TV is really where it's at. I agree. So who wrote Finding Neverland? Um, Elliot, Sam, and James. Who wrote the music? Who wrote the music? Elliot something. I remember him, and um, oh, God. Oh, shoot. He's really, really famous in Europe. He was in a boy band. Yeah. What boy band? Take five. Take that. Take that. Not take six. Take that. Take that. I don't know what that is. Um, was shoot. Gary. Gary. Gary Barlow. Thank you, Gary. Gary Barlow. Did he Barlow. also write Pretty Woman? They both sounded no, pretty bad. No, but it was very. They've never written a musical before. They wrote like you know, 
pop music band. And um, oh. Harvey really wanted that sound. So, that's so Josh, what, what did you do in Finding Neverland? I played Mr. Cromer. I know. You're like, oh, Mr. Cromer. That's one of my dream roles. Um, <laughs> he's the guy who, in this version of the story, originates the role of Michael, the youngest oh. boy. Because what's funnier than a fatty in a onesie that flies? Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. You make a wonderful Winthrop. Thanks. I think so, too. So who choreographed Finding Neverland? Mia Michaels. Was she a nightmare? Yes. Really? Yeah. What was bad about it? About it? Uh, her work is incredible. But, you know, me and Michaels, I, I love her, but she's, uh, she's me and Michaels. Yeah. Was she crazy? They all are. Yeah. Who else do we hate? You can tell me. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, we hate everyone. Yeah. Was there a dog in there? I love dogs. There was a dog. The funniest thing is that the dog was played by a human at first. Oh, no. I know. Ugh. And they, the costumes Nobody were, needs more humans. We the, need more dogs. The costumes were so bad that it just like, it could not happen. But what happened was the, the actor playing the dog got to the theater and was, you know, hey, can you go get in your dog costume, please? And came downstage and there was a dog. Really? On center stage. And randomly one day. Yep. And he <laughs> had to go like be a dog next to the dog. And that's when he got cut. And the Lost dog took job? over the No, they they kept him and let him be in some ensemble stuff, but oh, most oh of his track God. was gone. That is terrifying. And the dog, because they didn't have time or wouldn't spend the money, I don't know, uh, was had never been on stage, no. was not trained, <gasps> was from some like wildlife rescue upstate. And the, <sighs> the trainer's name was Bambi and she talked like this. She runs the camels for the Radio City Christmas show. Oh, wow. She like, seems that's qualified. Her that's her thing. Yeah. And so Diane, my sweet, my love, my angel baby, Diane Paulus would be in the audience on the God mic being like, Bambi, um, Bambi, could you please try to make the dog look towards Matthew? And Bambi go, it's a dog. No. No, it's a dog. What, what do you want? It's a dog. Oh, my and goodness. In some performances, the dog would, you know, it was supposed to run across the stage to Matthew, but it would just, like, peek its head out of the curtain and then, like, run on stage and then turn around and run back off, just, like, terrified. <laughs> and, yeah, so. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Yeah. Broadway. Wow, I wonder why you didn't stay open. Well, it I, it ran yeah, for a too while. Long. Too long. Wow. So after Finding Neverland crashed, um, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. God. Another flop. Oh, okay. So this is another <sighs> musical based on a movie. Yes. Call it quits. No, but... Uh, oh. oh, what did you play? The Groundhog? Or did they get a real oddly, groundhog from upstate? Oddly enough, uh, the breakdown for my character said, bonus if actor or whatever looks resembles a groundhog. Really? I remember seeing the breakdown and being like, That's I'm amazing. going to book this because that is God's sense of humor. Um, what did you play in? I played the mayor of the town. Oh, yeah. And you lift up Punxsutawney Phil? Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, me I've too. I've seen it so many times. I actually think that the musical elevated the movie. Really? Which doesn't really happen much. What do you think of Andy Carl? Oh, he's dreamy. I love Three time him. Tony Loser. He's so dreamy. Yeah, he's a three time Tony nominee and a big star yeah. and he's really he's incredible. He's so dreamy. 
Or this this podcast isn't about Orpheus, so she won't listen. So I'm free to say that he is very dreamy. Yeah, well, I would be careful with that because, mm-hmm. and I love Orpheus, but did um, he really hurt his knee, or did he fake it? What? That was great publicity. You can tell us. He hurt, got really hurt. I was off stage. It was terrible. He was crying. Like I've I've known him for twenty plus years. I've never seen him. Cry. It was really. But he kept upsetting. going on, didn't he? He got. Like a a crutch of some sort, some prop, and turned it into a crutch and hobbled onto the stage. Wow. And finished the show. See, kids these days, they have no work ethic. Do you ever notice that? What? Then grown people from the olden days, they have work ethic. Come out when you're injured and finish the show. But young kids, can you imagine a millennial getting a crutch and walking out on stage? Can you imagine one of the the Hanson kids just coming out and like actually working when they're like, they're like, I have a little bit of a sneeze and they call out seven shows. But Andy Carl, he comes on injured, finishes the job. Yeah. That is to be commended. That's incredible. Yeah. So did that win any Tonys? No. No. Okay. Have no. you ever won a Tony? I've never been nominated. A Grammy? I've never been nominated. I've never been nominated. Mm-hmm. So here's the question. Hmm. When you're offered shows, do you just like look for flops or is that a fun challenge for you because you think somebody's got to do it? Well. So after Groundhog Day, you did yet another <laughs> flop. Bless your sweetheart. The prom. Last time I saw you, we were talking about the closing of the prom. Yes, we were. Yeah. And what is the prom about? The prom was about a lesbian. There we go. Mm -hmm. Who went to a high school where all the people were like, we don't like you. You're a lesbian. Okay. You can't go to the prom. As a matter of fact, we're canceling it. Whoa. Then there's a group mm -hmm. of celebrities. In New York. And they're not really all that famous anymore and they want to be. And they find out about this. And so they go, let's get this girl her prom whether she likes it or not. Mob outrage. And they fly to this hip town in Indiana. Mm -hmm. And they storm the town and they save the day and they get this girl her prom. And she has this girlfriend who's like, no, I can't tell people that I'm gay. But I'm gonna And then it all works out out. and everybody dances. And it's really great. Oh, wow. And I don't consider it a flop. I I think it changed a lot of people's lives. Josh is going to be in the prom movie. No, I am not. These movies are where it's They made a decision to not use me in the prom movie. But the prom movie... The movie's going to be incredible. Kevin Chamberlain what is playing Brooks the role. What about Brooks Nobody from the, um, well, no. Um, Beth Level. Nope. Vosti Mom Point, who is in the ensemble, is in the prom movie. That's it? Yes. Nobody else from the Ridge? Nobody. Whew. It is rough out there, kids. Let this be a lesson to you. You could be in a, an original Broadway flop cast, and they could make it into a movie and replace you with other people that aren't even that famous anyways. And it's just a, a cautionary tale. Don't get your hopes up. Have low expectations. Keep your, you know, keep your day job. All the things you hear, they're true, okay? Um, and just you have to look out for number one. Even if number one is the first table at the restaurant that night, you got to look out for number one and make sure you get a good tip. So do you think prom closed because the kids were dancing so hard? No. Um, uh, I, they look tired. Yeah, I guess I guess they were tired. Are you an actor who moves or a mover who acts? I am a... Or an actor who plants. I am a... Uh, 
I'm an actor who moves well and mm-hmm. marks like, like I'm moving. Marks, yeah. Um, I don't like lives. dancing. I, I mean, I like it fine. It's just a lot of work. Yeah, it is. I don't know why all these dancers, their bodies are just going to quit any second. What's yeah, the point? I don't know. You know? Life is so short, it's even shorter for a dancer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, it's kind of like they, being a they catcher live. in a major they league baseball. They don't die. You know? They it's, live. Everything's uphill. You, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. Tell me this. Okay. I want to play a game called Finish the Lyric. All right. All right? We starve, look at one another short of breath, walking proudly. In our winter coats, wearing spells from laboratories, facing a dying nation of moving paper fantasies. Listen. Okay, great. Nice. The jester shrugs and plays his part. I have no idea. From Groundhog Day. I have no idea. The fevered fall, see only dark. Not my lines. I have no idea. Yeah, this is a lesson we've been talking about a lot today, which is, do you know when you're in a play, you should read the whole play? Okay. I did read so the whole in, play. In I just didn't memorize times, the whole play. In Shakespeare's times, it was called sides. When you auditioned for something or when you did a play, you were given only your side of the story. And most actors only know their side of the story. So that's what Josh is clearly one of those actors. Um, and, you know, it's, it's not really the way to be. Okay. Now for a segment we like to call Fast Faves. Fast Faves. Okay. I'm going to tell you something and you tell me your answer as quick as you can. Okay. Mm. All right. <laughs> What color is your underwear? Green. Favorite color? Blue. Biggest accomplishment? Career. Really? Yeah. First CD you bought? Madonna. Which one? Uh, wait, no, it was a record. It was uh, blue. The uh, Johnny Mitchell. Open your heart to me. Oh, Madonna. Yeah. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Have you ever played Tevya? Yes. You have? Yes. In high school? Yes. Mm-hmm. What's your f- bedtime? Uh, when I'm tired. When's that? Well, changes. Favorite vacation spot? Sedona. Ooh. I want to go to Sedona. Love Beach it. or mountains? Beach. Mm, but Sedona's in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Just telling you. Cold or hot? Cold. Any tattoos? Yes. <gasps> Where? There, there, and oh, well, this is radio. On my left arm, over my heart, and on my right forearm. What are they? I have a beautiful... Let me guess. You have the coordinates of when you met the love of your life. You have like the, your sign and you have your mom's face. Yes. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> Favorite superstition. You have any? Um, no. No? Do you have any weird quirks? Yes. Tell me. I like to be in control of everything. That just sounds like good planning. Thanks. All right. I would like to do a segment we like to call Lasting Impressions. Lasting Impressions. Okay. Okay. We know that every actor has to have several impressions in their back pocket to get jobs. Okay. And we want to hear some of yours. All right. Lucy Margarita. Do you know who that is? I'm working with her. Mm -hmm. Me, 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 me. (laughs) <laughs> Drew Barrymore. Hi, hi, critter. <laughs> Michelle Wolf. <laughs> she's 
I don't know who that is. She's a gremlin? I don't know who it is. Oh, the comedian. Yeah. Um, I, you want to hear a joke? That's horrible. Uh, well, I don't know. Patty Lapone. Namaday, Billy. Carolee Carmelo. I don't know this man. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. Um, she talks like this. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. What? I don't know. Yeah, I'm a she star. sounds like Tommy Bracco. Yeah, she sounds like Tommy Bracco. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, my brother's dead. Whoa, that got dark quick. Sorry, I'm dark. Judge Judy. Wait, Josh, you're a gay, right? Yeah. Is it true all gays love Judge Judy? Yeah. I think they remind... My best gay loves Judge Judy. He watches every epi. She reminds me of my choir teacher in high mm-hmm. school. Um, you, you're out of order. You're out of order. Shut up. Um, who are your favorite Broadway divas? Oh, gosh. Um, I love Morgan James. I love Ella Marie Marsh. I love... No, real divas, like stars. Um, from the way back. From the way back. Do you like uh, Judy Kuhn? Yes. Mary Maisie? Yes. Audrey McDonald? Yes. I love Mary Testa. Ooh, can you do an impression? Um... I have greatness within me. Um, I can do a Gwen Verdon, which is Ooh, yeah. also, mm, I, yeah, this is her. And this is also my Matthew Broderick impression. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So Sarah Jessica, Bobby, it's all the same. Yes, that's great. Thanks. That is wonderful. Thanks. Wow. Yeah, those are my impressions. Those are pretty good. Thank Who's you. your fa- Who are your favorite leading men? Oh, gosh. Um, Mandy Patinkin? Uh, yeah. Brian Stokes? Yeah. No. Um, I love Anthony Brian Warlow? Darcy. Brian Darcy James is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't dance with you at the Tonys. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That that was a low blow. I loved, um, uh, oh, shoot. I'm so bad with names. Uh, it's been a while. He played the dad next to normal when it opened and was in Jersey Boys. Robert J. Spencer. Oh, I can't remember him. Um, or Jay Roberts. Who's your favorite Evita? My favorite Evita? Um, I saw There's one There's only on one answer. Patty. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Gypsy Rose? I mean, I mean Mama Rose. Patty. Yeah. Well, it's between... Who's your favorite Dolly? Um, I saw Bet do it, but that's the only one that I saw, so I'm just going to say Bet. Mm. You disagree. No, I love Beth. I really want to go see Carolee. I like Bernadette. Oh, yeah. Carolee Carmelo is a dream. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, she's wonderful. She drives a Vespa. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. All right. Now for a segment we like to call Actors Are Dumb. Everybody knows actors are dumb. (laughs) I'm going to ask you some trivia, okay? Uh Try to answer them. Okay. What was the name of Shakespeare's wife? Lydia. Linda. Anne. Anne. What TV series showed the first interracial kiss on American network television? Small Wonder. <laughs> I wish. I loved that show. <laughs> I don't know. Remember that show? Yeah, She's I love that show. She's a small wonder. Little Vicky. Um, she was creepy as I don't know. AF. Maybe Golden Girls? Star Trek. Star Trek. Okay, Yeah, cool. 1968. Wow. Vincent van Gogh, that's how you say it in Amsterdam, famously painted the Starry Night while he was where? In Vienna. In a psych ward. Oh. In chess, the queen has the combined movement of which two pieces? The bishop and the king? 
the Bishop and the Rook. Uh, cool. The TV show Mama's Family is a spinoff of what show? Carol Burnett show. Yeah, you got one. Yeah. You got one. You got one. Do you yeah. like Carol Burnett? I love her. Oh, yeah. She's great, I got, right? She came to Groundhog Day and like I cried after. I really? met her and then I went to the bathroom and I cried. Wow. Is that your favorite celebrity you've met? It was one of the most meaningful ones. Like I, you know, we always talk about the things that inspire us, but her performance in Annie, mm. Hermes Hannigan, like I watched that. Hundreds of times when I was a little kid. She's a genius. And, you know, and then the Carol Burnett show and all that, she, she does her work means a lot. Yeah. So. Are there any celebrities you haven't met yet that you really want to? Um, uh, I, I've gotten to meet a lot of really incredible people. And I'm going to say I'm not dying to meet anybody because I've learned that sometimes it's better to just admire their work from afar. Yeah. You know. Yeah, sometimes you find out they're assholes. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. it's better yeah, sometimes to just... Sometimes you just leave people on a pedestal. Yeah. Leave them there, you yeah. know? And, um, you, you know, you came to meet me and found out that I was great, but that could have easily gone the other way, you know? So, Josh, how about we do bowl of questions? Bowl of questions. How do you like your eggs? Scrambled. Do you collect anything, Josh? No. Nothing? Nothing. Do you have any hobbies? Yes. What? I love studying World War II, the Holocaust, and resistance fighters and genocides. Really? Yes. Wow. An actor who reads. <laughs> this is fascinating. Yes, I know. Yeah, a lot, most of the actors that come in here have no hobbies, don't read books, and I, I don't even know if they can read at all. Yeah. That's probably why they don't know what happens in their plays that they're in. Probably. Well, I hope none of them are in plays because plays are pointless. Yeah, plays are really pointless. <laughs> they're so dumb. What is a product you would refuse to promote? Getting Peggy with it? Well, you're not promoting that. I have plenty of supporters. Good. If you were stranded on a tropical island with two things, what would you want with you? I'd want a pet. What kind? Um, a tropical island, probably a cat because they're a little more, they can hunt. Um, he would just kill, eat you if you died. Just just know that about cats. It's fine to have them. Just know that they well, are no, out I would, for themselves. If if I died, I would want the cat to eat me yeah, and that's live true. a wonderful life on the island. And what's your other thing that you take? Um, a gun. A gun. A that's gun. great. What is the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet them? If they're a good person. How do you know that when you first meet someone? Mm, I usually have a good sense of things. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. You seem a little paranoid. No. If you were running for office, what would your campaign slogan be? It would be, let's bring the world together, please. That's 2020. Great. That's great. <laughs> let's bring the world together, please. 2020. <laughs> please, you guys, please. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> what was your favorite book growing up? Um, I loved Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, it's a wonderful one. Yeah. I loved Mouse, which was this like... Um, I, not a comic, but sort of like an animated tale. German adult novel. Yeah, like about the Holocaust, oh. sort of. But um, That sounds frightening. It, it was very good. There's a lot of depressing things out there, Josh. Do you want to know my favorite childhood book? Yeah. The Elephant's Child. Ooh. Have you ever read it? No. Nope. Rudyard Kipling. Oh. I'll look into that. You should that. check it out. Yep. What is your favorite pet's name? Um, I love them both equally. Um, Sweeney and Toby. 
Oh, yeah. they're my babies. I love them. Sweeney and Toby. What's the Toby from? Like Tobias? Yep. Oh, yeah. they're both from Sweeney Todd. Is that yeah. your favorite musical? Yeah. It is? It is. Have you played Tobias? No, I did years ago. You're perfect for that. Thanks. You it could was... also do Sweeney. I don't If they were doing so. like an alt version. Yeah, where he's like really pingy. Jovial and, and pingy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that would be the perfect person to kill people. You'd never suspect it. John Wayne Gacy. Look at him. I mean, look at all the serial killers. Yeah. They look really nice like you. What is the lowest grade you've ever been given in a class and why? Were you a good oh, student? No, I was terrible. I oh. almost didn't graduate high school. Did you go to college? For a year and a half, I dropped out. Where'd you study? Musical theater. Where'd you go? University of the Arts. Where's that? Philadelphia. Oh, and why'd you drop out? Because I hated it. And it was stupid and I was partying a lot and I was like, that's more fun. What is your best feature? My best feature? Physical and personality. Uh, physical? I think I got some like fierce legs. And personality? I think I'm really good at being there for people. Yeah, you're very caring. Thanks. Are you poor? Most actors are poor. I'm not poor, but I'm not rich. I'm okay. Josh, do you have a podcast? I do. Tell us about it. Well, it's called Josh Swallows Broadway. It's Where here. did that come from? Um, it just came from a thing that I, I used to do on Instagram, and the Broadway Podcast Network took it on, and that's why yeah, I'm here Yeah, you used to like eat a bunch show. of healthy stuff. Yeah. I do you would, still do that? Uh, I do in my own life, but uh, I would swallow shots of like very, very, very healthy things that tasted terrible and do reaction videos, you know. And that from that, a podcast was it born. It was born. Favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I loved you. when you used to do that. Oh, thanks. I so loved they, it. They tasted it like funny. cancer. They were awful. Well, that health food is Burned. good for you. I know, I know. Hello to all who follows. Time for a new episode of Josh Swallows. Healthy shit. Hey, so let's see what turmeric and ginger can do. That was some nasty ass shit. Who the fuck thought turmeric and ginger were a good idea? My God, those are like fucking demon children put together to create one other demon children that fucking tasted like uh, warfare. Like uh, Vietnam. Do you still swallow things like that? No, but I can. You should do it on the podcast. That's what your podcast is called. I will. I think every guest should be should have to bring him something to try. The hard thing is that you run out of things to try because it has no, to taste there's, gross. There's a you ton have, like, of healthy a things. Of turmeric. Come to my house. Oh no! Yeah. You could have like a garlic clove. Don't, yeah, don't challenge us. Little, yeah, don't challenge us. We'll bring you a whole set to live in the refrigerator. Challenge. Um, it's just a traditional podcast where everybody talks about their journey. Um, sometimes, yeah. but there's uh, so many of those. We don't really need any more, but I guess people are just like they love to hear themselves talk, so they just keep making more podcasts. Mm. So, and that's what everybody does. Every actor in New York has one, and I'm happy for you that you have one. Thanks, I'm happy for you shame. for having one Thank too. Thank you so much. I'm You're happy welcome. for everyone because they need something different. Yeah, you know? they and so it's just like in a world where everyone has a podcast, <laughs> I would hate to sit down with you and you not have one. That would be I know that'd be so awkward because we both have one. Yeah, because we both have one. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs>
ask you this. Hmm. Do you have any advice for young people coming up in the biz? Yeah, I think it's really important to take care of uh, your mental health. I think it's really important to, you know, find a therapist, find a community, uh, you know, just have have an army, have a team. Uh, you don't have to go through anything alone. And uh, New York's hard. Any city's hard. New York hard. is hard. That's my advice. It'll spit you up and chew you out. And I mean, chew you up and spit you out. My other advice would be to be kind to everyone. Say it, spray it, flow it when you make it. I told it. that to Peggy earlier today. What did I tell you? Did you talk? I don't know. I, I try not to listen to anything she says. I said everyone's fighting a battle she knows nothing about. She loves to do Instagram quotes, like oh. just put them on her wall. Well, no, no Peggy. I don't, Peggy. Peggy, I'm just saying that sometimes people life is hard for people. Life and is really hard, and it doesn't make it easier when you have the Ellens of the world badgering you. No. well, so I, I'm sorry that she's doing that and no, interjecting she, a lot. She's she's not. She's actually just making a, a pretty valid point that Yeah, I'm sure the next lot quote of out of her mouth is going to be like, dance like no one's watching and other BS. Um... um Cool. What if you don't want to dance? That's my, you know, that's my, when I see that quote, I, my next thought is what if you don't want to dance? Or what if you're a paraplegic? And that's an insensitive right. quote. Yeah. Know? Dance like no one's watching. Yeah. Well, maybe no one's watching because you're, you know, you can't and it's insensitive. Um, <laughs> so, Josh, do you have any advice for any up and coming actors? Anything they should do in their career differently to help them? Yeah. Um, maybe just quit. Just quit? Yeah, just go yeah. home. Just stop it. If you have it. something just else you want to do, this is another just Ellen quote. If there's anything else you could do instead, do it. Is that so, my quote? Is that what I've said? Yeah. Maybe? When did I say that? I don't know. You probably do. You say cliche things all the time. This is such a treat. <laughs> yep. I don't know if Josh is having as much fun as you are, Peg. I think he is. I'm having a great time. I'm really... I think it's just his face. Earlier well, he said he was depressed. I mean, I don't want to press him on it. You know what I mean? He, I think it's just his face is sad. I'm just honored to be a part of the same podcast network, and I'm happy to be here as a favor to them. Um, <laughs> this is wonderful. Yes, I am happy to do that and to support the network. Josh, what you know, you're in Emoji Land <laughs> now, and you made a cast album, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Is it bad? I haven't heard it. Is it auto-tuned within an inch of its <laughs> I life? I haven't heard it. I bet it is. That's the kind of thing that I'm dealing with. I yeah. haven't heard the cast album. It's only available on Spotify. You can go to Spotify. It only lets you shuffle and you have to listen to a million Oh my songs. God, get the 99 no. cent version no. and reduce no. the ads. No. My God, are you a savage? No. no. I'll put my money on Melodyne. How about that? Oh God. You know, when you have a vanity project and then you get some great comedians like Leslie Margarita and Josh Lehman, you know, they're just, they're, they're, they're making you carry that whole show. And so, you know, they should be really thanking you every day. I know that's probably like a tier seven uh, off-Broadway contract. And they're like, here, Josh, we bought you this, um, we got you a gift card for Pad Thai 2, um, on the corner and that's your payment. But they should really be thanking you because you really held up that show when I saw it. This is so fun. Oh, my gosh. I wish we could talk all night, but we're running out of time. So oh I just no. want to say this. Josh, is there anything coming up that we should know about in your life? There's a lot of things coming up. There's a lot of things coming up, Tell Peggy. Tell us. 
Uh, one show that I wrote, a musical I wrote, uh, co-wrote called uh, Bloody Bloody Jessica Fletcher. That got bought by Hal Luftig's Ooh. producing office, which is great. Congrats. I'm working on a new sh- uh, original show with uh, Annalie Ashford and Craig Jessup, which is really fun. Oh, Annalie Ashford's brilliant. I love her. Tony and, winner. Yep. And, yeah, that's um, good to hit your start of somebody like that. Successful. Yep, that that's the idea. Yeah. You know. Good job. Thanks. Not all actors are dumb because that's a smart move. And then I'm working on season two of my podcast. Oh, yeah, you said that. <laughs> Just what everybody um, needs. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. Cool. Well, thank you so That's much wonderful. for having me on. Ooh, um, I'm going to go talk to our mutual producers. <laughs> I hope that we can do this again yeah, real soon, too. too. Thanks oh, for having me, everybody, Peggy. This has been Getting Peggy With It with Josh Lehman. Where are you going, Josh? Bye. You've been listening to Getting Peggy With It on the Broadway Podcast Network. Getting Peggy With It is produced by Alan Seals and directed by Ellen Marie Marsh. Getting Peggy With It is edited by Alan Seals and Ellen Marie Marsh, and she won't let you forget it. Please follow Peggy's adventures at Greetings, It's Peggy! One word, dummies. Special thanks to Taylor Newsom and Josh Lehman. Peggy is a character created by Morgan James. That's me, Morgan James, and Peggy. <laughs> and Morgan. Thanks for listening. Can I talk to someone on production? Yes. You're, you're speaking with someone on production. This is who you should speak with. Can I help you? No. Alan! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There is enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.